This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. everyone what a uh, interesting Super Bowl that was I know we're bringing this out to you guys a little bit late but welcome to episode 30 of Ride the Pine I'm here with Kyle how's it going man oh you know a little little happy a little sad it was it was a pretty good game but now it also means it's the NFL offseason so part of me is a little bit a little bit sad but but in a little a, bit in lonely a way, is, in, a, in a way is there ever really an offseason in the NFL I mean you talk about a lot of these other yeah. sports like baseball and hockey that have like tons of games that are played. And granted, yes, the football season it's it's sixteen, seventeen it weeks is and then short, three, four yeah. weeks of playoffs. But then there's always talk in the off season of, you know, free agents and potential draft picks in April and then the mini camp start in July and August and Right. you're right. Like before you know it, like with the NFL Combine, like March is here and that's going and then Right, and then you're just kind of anticipating the draft, which right. is the next month, and then the next month is OTAs, you know? So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. If, for having, like, the shortest season, uh, it, it is a good off season. but, man, I'll tell you, when July comes around, it's like, thank goodness it's here, you know? Yeah. Um, and it, I even say it, that it in April. Have, oh, no, right, me too. Right, like, with the draft, you start seeing the actual teams or coaches, yeah. Um, it's weird, though. It's I don't know if it's because the NFL has more – like showcase players, but like you don't, it's not as big of a deal in the off season for basketball and baseball. Cause uh, you know, like football, it's, it's, it's kind of more impactful, you know, um, mm-hmm. baseball players can move around and they could be good or bad without them. But like in the NFL, wherever Antonio Brown goes, that could change a lot. You know, that's a huge deal. I, I think that's going to be the biggest thing this off season is where is he going to end up? Because uh, that's crazy. I think we, I think we've kind of established that he's not going to, come to Pittsburgh next year. I think that relationship is completely fractured. Yeah, right. And you wonder like, ah, oh, maybe maybe it'll end up maybe it'll just stay there. But no, like like think about the facts. Like for what they've gone through, it wouldn't make sense for him to be on the team. Right. No, it definitely wouldn't. It, it just seems like the relationship between him and Tomlin is deteriorated. The relationship between him and Big Ben is deteriorated. I think once your relationship with the quarterback goes, I think that's when you're you know you're done with that team. Yeah, I agree. And then as soon as there's like a media outburst like he's had, like that just adds to it, you know? Yeah, it's just and then, fuel to the fire. Yeah, when there's murmurs of people like Jerry Rice mentioning, you know, uh, talks about coming out there or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it, um, not that he may go to San Francisco, who knows, but when you start hearing those things happen, you, you know it's kind of like a matter of time until his bags are packed. Yeah, and then and on top of that, not only was there there was like a tweet that came out where he photoshopped himself into a 49ers uniform. Yeah. And, yes. and he was hugging Jerry Rice and I was like, "Yeah, I don't think you're going to be playing in Pittsburgh much longer." Wait, he did that. He didn't do that. Yes, he did. That came from his pay. Wow. I thought it was that just a funny picture. Page? No. I, you and I talked about that a, a few weeks ago and I just thought it was one of those, you know, like kind of just NFL gurus no. do, you know doing their thing no that came directly that's from crazy antonio brown's twitter and instagram oh my god that's so exciting <laughs> wait wow. did you say exciting or upsetting exciting exciting yeah i was gonna say jimmy jimmy garoppolo george kittle antonio brown 
those running backs, Breda and, and McKinnon, and true, geez. I've said All you got to do know. is improve that defense, and here come the 49ers. Well, you know, and, and I don't know. It could be either way because if they improve the offense, too, and give the defense a little bit of a break, I, I think their defense is formidable, you know? Their defense reminds me of, like, kind of how the Patriots can be. It has great potential mm-hmm. as long as their offense does their job, which the Patriots always do. Absolutely. I mean, that's you know? the, the Patriots' motto is do your job. Right. So um, it, it makes sense. I, I, I will say this. You know, the running backs for San Fran – are good, but I think they can be better. I, th- I think you can improve from a guy like Jarek McKinnon. I think you can improve from someone uh, like Matt Breda. I mean, Matt Breda is a very talented running back. Don't get me wrong. But I think you need that guy who's going to just be a complete game changer. Somebody like, you know, a Le'Veon Bell. Somebody like an Adrian Peterson. Somebody like, Kareem you Hunt. know, a, a Kareem Hunt, a Saquon Barkley. <laughs> I don't. What if Kareem Hunt went to San Fran? I, I, it's crazy. He's he's on right. He's on the table, and uh, there's been a lot of talk from a lot of teams that are showing interest. You know, no one's you know making any moves right now, but he's going to he's going to be in a team for this year. Is, is my bet, um, and he'll be right. He's going to be suspended or you know on the exempt list until whenever. But um, yeah, he's going to be he's going to be on, on a roster. So so for me, you know, as a fantasy football guy, and I know you love your fantasy football also, watch for Kareem Hunt next year. He is going to drop on a lot of drafts. Make sure we you take you take a look at how he's handled in the offseason and how long he's going to be suspended yeah. for. Because he could be a guy, if he goes to the right team, he can make a difference in your fantasy football season, especially towards the end of the season. Yeah, and if you can draft well, it's worth investing in him right it was like when brady was suspended or edelman or injuries or whatever it's worth drafting those players because they drop Mm -hmm. as long as they come back as long as they come back and he's one of the skilled players that's proven so we know he we know he'll be good enough it's just Mm -hmm. a matter of how early do you have to take him absolutely um now the question is and the question i have for you you know i was thinking about this earlier when we were thinking about what to do for this episode um where do you think Le'Veon's going to end up? Do you think he's going to stay with Pittsburgh, or do you think he's going to go too? I th- I think he's got to be traded. Yeah, I I think it's going to happen in March, um, as as soon as it opens. I I just I can't I can't believe him. I I can't imagine him staying on the team unless there's some announcement that you know, hey, all sides have you know we we put the past behind us. Uh, we worked out a great deal. We're happy to have him. You know, unless there's some big old speech or whatever, he's not coming back to Pittsburgh either. I don't think. No, and I actually agree. With I don't you. know where I he'll think, land. I think he's going to end up with the Jets. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, there's and been a little not, bit of talk about it. I think it's because he needs to go to a team that has a cap room. He 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 can't go to a team just because you know he wants to win a championship. It's like. New England's not going to fork fork over that kind of money. There's no way. I think it's going to be a team like the Jets who can afford them, like because they the, don't really, they don't really have any big, huge contracts other than Sam Darnold. Yeah, I wonder about the Packers. Packers isn't a bad option either. Just because they've kind of had that, um, you know, um, spinning table there, running back. You know, they've been not sure about what they're doing and injuries and all that, and they've also really really fluttered the past year or two. Yeah, I think if you give Aaron Rodgers a solid running back like Le'Veon Bell, um, we, we're going to be in trouble. Yeah, I mean, th- their strongest years are when they had, like, Eddie Lacy's one good year. Or, you know, he, 
when when Rodgers has had a good running back that you can rely on. Yeah. But you but he also doesn't have to be the workhorse. He just can be. You know. Uh, and right. That's, that's Kareem Hunt. He's had his games in Kansas City where they've scored forty five and. Kareem had 80 yards or 70 yards, you know what I mean? So um, he fits that role. Like Le'Veon's way too selfish. <laughs> he like needs the ball more. And I feel like Kareem can work with it as long as they're doing well. He doesn't mind if he's not the focal point. Um, Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think with especially with Rodgers, Rodgers loves slinging the ball. He's he's loved, but he also is smart. Yeah. Like, you know, for example, Tom Brady wasn't the best fantasy football quarterback this year. Yeah, he had a ton of yards. Right, but he he had games where like yeah he blew up and went for four hundred yards. Then the next week he throws for like one ninety nine and a touchdown, while the running game goes for three right. or four touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think the... I think Le'Veon's going to go to a team that's going to be pretty pass heavy and like offense heavy. Um, that's why I'm thinking something like Seattle even. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he went to a team like Seattle. Yeah, and I'm trying to think is, you know, the quarterback kind of leads the team, and it needs to be one of those teams that, you know, can lead him like that. And then the coach, and I think Pete Carroll would be a good coach for, actually, for, for Bell or Hunt. They both kind of had their antics. So I feel like both of them, and then Rodgers or Wilson, are very good leaders that I think a player would want to come in, and they don't mind following them. Maybe Le'Veon know? in Kansas City? Yeah, right. Imagine that. Imagine they went from elite to oh elite. Oh my god. Oh my god. If he went to Kansas City, they're and they're in the Super Bowl next and year. And he would and he would like that, right? He would have those he would have those hybrid players with him, right? He would have the Kelsey and and Hill and Mahomes that, that fit his style. You know, he loves that explosiveness, you know. Um, I think I think that's the key. Yeah. I think you're right. I think he has to go to a team that fits his style. Like it, yeah. him going to Jacksonville, that's not a good fit. Him going to a team like Houston, that's not a good fit. I think it's going to be a team that's going to be high-powered offense and solid defense. Not great, but not terrible. See, you know, you know what I only want to disagree with you on is Houston. I feel like that might be okay. Again, I, I think Watson is one of those aggressive quarterbacks that Bell doesn't mind playing with. I feel well, like Bell does need someone aggressive at quarterback. Well, the only problem with Houston, though, is they still have Lamar Miller. And I think right. I, think I mean, either, he's, e- yeah. Either they dump Miller and get Bell, or they stick with Miller and and pass on Bell. Right. But yeah. at this point, can you really pass on Le'Veon Bell? I know. I know. He's a, he's it's an been, all pro running back. I mean, he's had a lot of use, but he's still very young. You know what I mean? So he's reaching his peak very quickly, but he's still there. You know. Um, but right, yeah, like you, said, you know, point being, it can't be like Jacksonville. It can't be those teams that it has like a neutral, a neutral slash, you know, kind of passive quarterback. You know, it has to be but someone l- kind of aggressive, like a Cincinnati, like yeah, definitely Cleveland, not, like a Cleveland. Oh. oh god, if he goes to Cincinnati, his career is done. That's a game over. Right? Um, yeah, he'd be arrested. <laughs> Why um, do you say that? Why would he? Oh, be just because everyone because Cincinnati has like the highest arrest rate in the NFL. Oh, for, for a team. I actually didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, that's like one of those sad like records they have. <laughs> oh my god, that's horrible. Um, you know, and and like like um, the Chargers, they wouldn't need them. They have Melvin Gordon, yeah, Melvin same, Gordon. same thing, but West Coast version. But like, I think uh, w- with the way, way Rivers plays, um, that could possibly like like that follows what Bell would need. Someone that's like totally the Type A quarterback. And Big Ben was like hit or miss, which is exactly why. Mm, didn't always work. 
Uh, hear me out. I have I have a couple other options. Minnesota. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen, Kyle Rudolph. That's a I pretty don't, I don't, power, powerful offense, but it really they is. move on from Dalvin Cook, though. Right. And he he has the potential to be that next big elite running back. Like how do you how do you how do you manage that that salary, you know? Because he obviously is gonna be owed some money. Um and I don't know if Cousins has that. That's what I mean. Like Bell wouldn't work with an Alex Smith or a Kirk Cousins or a Casey Keenum. I feel like those play those quarterbacks are just too like just kind of managing, game managing, you know, and their coaches aren't dominant enough. And like Pete Carroll would be. See, that's why I don't think he's going to end up in the AFC East. I don't think he's going to end up in the AFC at all. I think that's, he's going to end up in the true. NFC. That's he's going to end up in the East. NFC. I don't think the Steelers would be dumb enough to trade him in inside the AFC, so they have to play him at some point. You know, you know so. where I, I I think where it could could make sense. Um, Tampa uh, with Arians. Tampa, right? Tampa is a great option. Wouldn't that be? That's wouldn't that be pr- cool? That, that is a perfect fit for him. You got it a young is. progressive quarterback with Winston. You got the new coach Arians, who and is he, a, a proven good coach. Yep, proven to be a great coach. My wife Bridget is incredibly. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She lo- she really likes tickled. Bruce Arians. <laughs> yes, incredibly tickled by Bruce Arians. Um, yeah, that would be cool, right? And and, and that. Again, he has that would be the offense that works. He wouldn't be like he wouldn't get dogged, and, and, and they're they're definitely competitive. You know, um, mm-hmm. he would, he would look weird in a, in a Tampa jersey, but I can see that it. that is the one team though that could probably afford him. True, also, right? But besides Seattle, Seattle does besides Russell Wilson and Doug Baldwin, they don't have a lot of big right. contracts. Yeah, I think I think it's a combination of uh, the team's play style and the coach. Exactly. I think the coach is huge. And also that both of those teams, Seattle and Tampa, both kind of have question marks at running back, um, mm-hmm. as in like they kind of mix it up. You know what I mean? Uh, I know Seattle has two good running backs. I know Tampa has messed around with Peyton Barber and all that, but there's not a solid person, you know? No, you're right. And th- those are the teams that are going to be probably be in the running to get them. Oakland. Um, what about that? Uh, you know, yeah, with Marshawn Lynch and um, well, Dion Washington. Or Leon Washington. Well, and they had Doug Martin or Dew, right? And Doug um, Martin, yeah. I'm just picturing it, it, Gruden. Again, Gruden could be a good structure for Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, but the rest of their offense isn't that great besides Jordy Nelson and Jared Cook, who Jared, Jordy Nelson had a really rough season. Well, Cardis needs to figure it out. I mean, he's definitely better than he's looked, and that offense needs to figure it out. But yeah, there's really there's do. the potential there. They're, they're not a dud of a team, you know, basically. No, definitely not. As bad as they did, which is funny, you know, they're like the best of the worst team, <laughs> or no, they're like the worst of a good team. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think I think it should be interesting. So I think my my top three choices I'd probably say are Seattle, Tampa, and uh, I'd probably end up going with the Jets only because the Jets can afford them, and for they Bell. don't really have a they don't really have yeah for Le'Veon Bell. I don't think yeah. I think they have the cap for them, and I think they they need that progressive like star player and they don't really have that on their team yeah no i could see that and, and i could see hunt going to one of those teams if they didn't get bell mm-hmm. like maybe you know if you're in if you're in the market for one of these guys you would probably you probably wouldn't mind either one of them i do think hunt is going to turn it around i don't think this is going to be a thing he that follows him i think it's going to be a one and done incident of his so yeah. i think teams believe that 
How, how many games do you think he's going to be suspended for? I I like I'm not super confident he's going to play this coming year, but I mean, I, just because because it's such a mystery because they haven't even finished their investigation. Um, but probably eight games he's going to miss. Yeah, I, I'm going to say. Oh, go ahead. No, so I'm thinking that they better get this going, though, because these kind of things can take so long. That's why I'd be worried about him missing a lot of games. I don't know if his suspension will be as bad, but if it takes forever to close the investigation, Mm -hmm. I think that'll hurt him. Like, look how long and dragged out uh, Ezekiel Elliott's thing went. Exactly. One week week he was out. The next week he was playing. Then the next week he was out. The next week he was playing. People in fantasy football were like, which one is it? Right, right. You know, in hindsight, for 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 Kareem Hunt, the, you know, the the best of this this scenario was that it happened as early as it could in the season, but late enough where he showed how great he was, right? But also early enough that it can now finish before the next season, and he didn't miss a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like that's the best of his of both worlds, in my opinion, for him. Well, one thing I wanted to mention before we finish this episode, uh, I'm really excited to see the draft in April, um, especially where people are going to land. Yep. You know, there's a lot of speculation that Kyler Murray could end up in New England, uh, but there's also speculation he could end up with the Giants. Right. Um, You know. Both of those would make sense. Uh, The Giants more, I think. I absolutely think the Giants make more sense. Uh, Younger, younger team. You got Saquon with Odell. Oh and I, geez, I, I, that talent. Saquon, Odell, and Kyler Murray, Heisman Trophy winner. That's a that's a pretty lethal combo, and maybe at least one year behind Eli, kind of like learning the ropes. And yes, that's important. That's really important, and you know, and it's the same for New England. If he went there, yeah, sitting one year behind Tom Brady, and or two years behind Tom Brady, however long he's going to keep playing, and then like, hey, let me take over. Yeah, you know, I I don't think. Murray's play style, though, fits New England. Um, and I also don't think New, Eng- New England's the team that jumps on these uh, booming players like this. You know, um, I think the Giants could do it, but New England just seems to have their flow. They know how to grow their players and they don't always jump on the next hype. So yeah. I do think the Giants will try it. And I think Eli, I respect him a lot. He's going to go about the end of his career the right way. And I bet you he's going to do really well. And he's going to be a great mentor if, if Murray goes there. I agree with you in that uh, New England typically doesn't go after players who have a lot of hype around them. And also the fact that uh, the Giants would be a great fit. I agree with you on both of those things. I disagree with you in that you don't think New England is the right fit. Think about this for a second. Julian Edelman, Sony Michelle. James White, Rex Burkhead, and Kyler Murray. You're telling me that's not a good combo of players on offense? No, and it I sounds feel like good. They can, I feel like they could drop a very good game plan each week to highlight everyone in the offense. And I think, I think you're right. I think the Giants are the better option, but it wouldn't be completely absurdly out of the question if, they, if he went to New England and succeeded. No, you're right. I I'm not, I wouldn't write it off. I don't. To me, I don't think it works because I don't think Murray. We'll see. This sounds this sounds pretty aggressive to say. I don't think he has the football uh, knowledge and expertise that Tom Brady yeah. has and Bill Belichick. So I have a hard time 
seeing him utilizing those weapons the right way. And Brady does because he's great, right? And he he know he has, he ma- he has great decision making, and he has the best coach to call plays for him. So Brady's right. gone, and it, it's Murray. Like, does he have that instinct to know who to go to? Burkhead or whoever it is that has the good game in, in New England has the good game because he they know where to go because Belichick tells them where to go on the on the route, and Brady knows how to find him. Right. Uh, I think the I think the guy that everyone's going to be watching out for next year because he not only has the size, the IQ, and like the ability to play in the NFL is uh, Dwayne Haskins. He's the former Ohio State quarterback. Yeah, he looks he, sharp. He, uh, and not to mention he's uh, Big Ben esque size. He's like six six. Right. He's a solid like two thirty, two forty. He's a big big dude. Um, would not be surprised if he went. To a team like Jacksonville, if he went to a team like uh, Cincinnati, like it's unfortunate, but those teams need a viable quarterback, especially yeah, Jacksonville. For sure, for sure, yeah, they do. Because uh, yeah. Blake Bortles is not working. Yeah, he's just, he's just not. And the working. team doesn't have the discipline to like persevere. <laughs> no, <laughs> we saw that. No, definitely not. Um, um, dude, so I got to congratulate you, man. Congratulations on the Super Bowl victory. We didn't even really say much about yeah, it. Yeah, thank how you. How awesome! It, it, it was uh, it was an interesting uh, Super Bowl to say the least. You know, yeah. So was, what, what's your what's your one liner on it? What was your opinion on the game itself, not outcome, but the overall of the game? Defense, the, and and it, uh, it shocked me a little bit. It, you know, Patriots have won Super Bowls, scoring 20, 30, 35 points in a game. Who would have thought that they would have won a Super Bowl scoring 13 points and only allowing three? Yeah. I mean, that, did you that enjoy was a shocker it? to me. Or were you a little I bit did. bored of it? What did you think? I did. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it, because it. it because it was different. It Dude, wasn't it was, like, it, uh, it yeah. wasn't, oh, Pat scored again. Oh, Pat scored again. Oh, not shocking. Pat scored again. It's, right. oh, man, they're going to score this time. Oh, man, fourth down, they're going to have to kick a field goal. It's like, oh, I mean, fourth down, yeah. they're going to have to punt it. Right. It was definitely a chess match, man. It made you watch and enjoy the plays and the schemes that the defenses ran for both sides and the way the Patriots offense tried to isolate uh, Sue and um, Donald. You know what I mean? Like, that was great. And then the way the Pats defense was able to slow down the Rams. Like, that was that was fun to watch. Yeah. And, and you know, hats off to Sean McVay. He really put up a phenomenal game plan against the Pats. Like he neutralized them for at least two and a half quarters. No, nah, man, he Gr- hung with them. Yeah. For nine rounds. Just couldn't get that. Granted, obviously, uh, obviously you can't neutralize everybody. And the fact that, uh, and Sue came out and said that they neutralized Julian Edelman is laughable. Um, because Edelman had, yeah, that was weird. 10 catches on 12 attempts his way for 141 yards. And you said you neutralized them. Really? Yeah, it's like, I mean, not stat-wise. I mean, I guess you could say you neutralize the offense, right? They scored one touchdown late in the fourth. So, like, yeah, sure, you neutralize the offense, but, yeah, not really Edelman. doesn't really make sense. No, like, I think what the problem was, I think he's confusing Edelman with Hogan because Hogan Hogan was nowhere to be found. He he was, you know, still in the tunnel, I think. Um but Edelman was just he—he he was unguardable that game. He really was. Yeah, no, he—he he does run some great routes. I—I I still don't get how the Rams left him open as much as they did. Um, 
helped, but yes, he either way he knows how to he knows how to find the holes, especially um, in the, in a zone. He knows how to how to sit down in it. It's great. Um, yeah, I mean, I was impressed by it. the whole game was awesome. It was like fun to watch. We've been spoiled by the past 10, 20 years of of the offenses in the NFL taking over and all these studs, and we've been we've been spoiled by these great Super Bowls we've had the past ten years. But like this was this was still great. It was three three going into the fourth. That was amazing. Yeah, it was uh it, it was a really intriguing Super Bowl on the f- and if there's anybody out there who said that it was a boring Super Bowl, you're out of your mind. Oh, I hate that. Just shut up. You're going to say it's boring. Like change the channel or learn why football is great. It's not just about scoring touchdown after touchdown. And and for me, one of my final thoughts before we uh sign off for this episode is how about that commercial of all the football players oh, the at NFL the banquet, that was great. With with Marshawn Lynch eyeballing the cake the whole time, <laughs> he loved. You know, he loved that role. He's like, yes. Oh my god! And then you have Tom Brady at the end. Hold my rings. He's taking all the Super Bowl rings off. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I was dying during that, that was commercial. Cool. That, that, that was they, so good. They encompassed so many players. And, they did and all in their like their unique way that they'd be recognized. You know, the way they I, showed Barry Sanders juking 10 people in, in three seconds, you know, that was cool. I think one of the best parts was the, 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 what was it called? I can't remember what the catch was called, but that, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Steeler player. Yeah. With Frank. Oh, that, the, yeah. Yep. The immaculate guy. reception, the immaculate reception. I could never yeah. remember what it was called. Yeah. How they reenacted that. And you look up and it's like an older version of them. Like, Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Franco uh, Harris. Right. And, and, and they had Terry Bradshaw in there and, uh, you know, Peyton, Ed, it, it was just a Ed fitted. Reed. That was cool. He looks Seen like Reed, the old uncle. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Uncle Drew. <laughs> and it made sense because he just came out of nowhere because he, he was a ball hawk and he, as a safety and he came out of nowhere and that was awesome. They, they really put that together well. That was really cool. Yeah, I was really a big fan of that. So any final thoughts before we sign off for this episode? Um, you know, um, I'm, I'm just thinking like we got to make that early prediction, right? Next year, I, I think the Chiefs are in the AFC Championship game. Um, it's just really hard to say the Patriots won't be. Um, I don't think the the Chargers are going to have as good of a season as they did. I don't think they're going to be as dominant. Um, I would not be surprised if it's an AFC championship game rematch. And as far as the NFC, I don't think the Rams are going to make it back to the Super Bowl. Um, that's that, that's really tough. I do think the Saints will be there, and they'll probably make the championship game. And who they're going to play, I don't know. It might be a wild card. It might might be a, might be a team that were you know wasn't quite as dominant this year. That's just my guess. So I have a couple hot takes. So I think the Pats will be back in the Super Bowl next year. I, uh, and I think I think it's going to be a rematch of the AFC Championship from this year. I think the Chiefs will be yep. back there also. I mean, it's hard not to bet against them. Um, I agree with you. I think the Saints will also be in the NFC Championship game. And I have a hot take at who's going to be in the NFC Championship with them. And it's going to be your San Francisco 49ers. Oh, wouldn't that be a turnaround? That's had goosebumps. And and uh, <laughs> and I actually will have the San Francisco 49ers going to the Super Bowl against the Pats. That, that is right my, there that could is easily my be take. the best or the worst day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, it, it all comes down for me. Like I know it's just an early prediction, but if Antonio Brown ends up in a, in a 49ers uniform, and then the 49ers 
improve over the offseason with their defense and maybe another running back, I think they will yeah. make a huge statement in the NFC West this year. And I think yep. they win the NFC West. Yeah, I, I can see that. The, the Rams, you know, that's going to really hurt this game, you know, and they, there's the Super Bowl hangover that happens, you know, and I could see that. And that division is going to be tough. Um, and the Niners are not, like, they're not impressed with this past year. Like, they're, they're business right now. And they are ready to get back to work. And I got one other hot take. Todd Gurley yeah. is going to be traded. Oh, wow. That's nuts. Well, I was reading some articles, but you know, before we sign up, I was reading some articles um, that said that C.J. Anderson's play style fits the Rams' offense more than That's Todd crazy. Gurley does. And to th- if you think about it, how often was Todd Gurley used in the playoffs? There's something we don't know about. I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up. There's something going on there. Something, I don't know if there was an injury happening. or what. Something's happening there. And in all honesty, if he was injured, he wouldn't have been suited up. No, no, no. You have to because it, it pulls the defense and their attention, you know. Um, so, I mean, I, I feel like if he was hurt, it was it, McVay did what he could. Put him on the field as much as you can to not hurt him worse, but to make sure he pulls like the decoy. Right. But I, I want to know why he wasn't, why they weren't pounding it more with him. That was, yeah. that was his game. They were losing three to zero for a half, right? Or whatever, you know, and it was 3 3 almost the whole game. That was his game. That's it. That would be his time to be like pounding the rock. Yeah. And then as soon as they brought him in, he started getting some good runs off. And then next thing you know, he's back on the bench. It's like, what's happening? No, he was, like, yeah, he must have been hurt. I don't know. I, I, I'm dying uh, to know. But that is going to do it for this episode of Ride the Pine. Thank you for joining us. Uh, stay tuned for our next episode where we're going to talk about the trade deadline in the NBA. I know, shocker, we're talking about a different sport. Um, But stay tuned for that because that was uh, all sorts of crazy happening yesterday. But uh, thank you again for joining us. uh, See you guys in September.